0: Close your eyes. You got tag cast vision. Dan, 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 dan. Open your eyes. We got tag cast vision. do 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 ooh. When it gets through to you, you got the Tag Cast vision, and it's Fan Rear and his pal Optimus. I totally butchered that, dude. What's going on, Fan?
1: <laughs> I was like, I mean, we were talking just a moment ago. It was like Jukebox Hero going to my head, and he'd come out with that. That was, like, that was good, man. That was good. Well, yeah, it's the Tag Cast. It's episode five of season three. We were just excited to be talking about games. And it's just the two of us tonight. We can make it you if know. we try. Yeah, that d- definitely. It takes two to make a thing go right. So, <laughs> takes two to tango. Yeah. Well, it takes two to make it go out of sight. I guess. I takes don't know, like... two, baby, me and you. Yeah. Um... <laughs> How many of these can we go? Can we keep going? <laughs> oh shit! I'm now. I'm. I'm frozen. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I, I lost it. I just. You mean you're as
0: cold as ice? <laughs> <laughs>
1: all Um, right (laughs) all right (laughs) i mean you know that's probably that that's that sums up my week so far you know just chaos and craziness i i can't complain i mean you know tonight i tried to make some uh broccoli cheddar soup for the wife it turned out to be like broccoli broth never again oh nope
0: i tried to make a cheddar uh soup thing one time and Let's just say when I got the idea to add beer to the cheese sauce to thin it out, that that was the fatal mistake, and <laughs> it was really terrible. And I had to dump it all out. So uh, don't ever do that.
1: Hey, you know, I don't blame you on that. I mean, beer cheese is a thing. Right? Sounded like so, a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, but yeah, you know, it's it's been kind of uh, it's been interesting. Week so far, we had a, a e learning day, so all the kids had to stay home, and we had professional development stuff. So, you know, I, I got a chance to play some games today and uh, get in there and do some things I wouldn't normally do. Uh, it, it, was, it was nice. I, I jumped in and finally got a chance to play the Outriders demo. I saw you jamming on that today. Yeah, it's 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 definitely interesting. I have you had a chance to play it yet?
0: I haven't even installed it yet. I'm- <sighs> I kind of want to check it out, but at the same time, I kind of want to wait and see more, like a more finished game. I know they're kind of a ways off still, right? Or I, I don't April know. 1st. Really? Well, yeah. like, I've kind of taken that stance of, unless it's something I know I absolutely have to have day one, like Halo or uh a treyarch call of duty game i'm not buying them day one or pre-ordering i can wait for a sale more than likely unless my whole friends list is spamming me saying this is the best game ever right If people are saying this is like you would if you love borderlands 3 you're gonna love this game i'll jump on it but i can probably wait i have i have a crap ton of games to play right now
1: no i i totally get that i mean there's games i definitely want to get into and you know, I wanted to try this out to see if it is a game I want to uh, play. It buy, looks so. like
0: a game I would like, right? It's, it's a co-op, loot shooter, people that can fly. It's on the Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. The setting looks good. The art looks good. Everything about it looks like something I would like. I'm just cautious with dropping $60 on a new game, especially a new IP
1: yeah. nowadays. Well, so far, I will say I'm not super far. I just got through the prologue, and I'm kind of... Toying around with some of the world stuff, but uh, it's definitely Mass Effect meets Gears of War. I like like what you're saying here. Mm -hmm. There's that going on with it, except for it's like Mass Effect original trilogy, no jumping, uh, which kind of bums me out. Well, there was no
0: jumping in Gears either.
1: Yeah, true. But uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, one of my favorite things was they added jumping and boosting and all that. So it made the game a little bit more fluid, but... So far, this is working out. I've been playing the Pyromancer class, and it's it's been unique in a lot of ways. And I've, you know, our Discord has uh, had a lot of chat about it. And I will say, most of the things that people have been saying has been relatively. It it, it adds up. I mean, there's this weird iPhone camera angle bopping thing in the in the cutscenes. It's kind of an annoying there's some really bad motion blur i hope that they kind of fix out a little oh bit. i saw somebody else talking about that yeah so it, it's i'm hoping some things they'll be able to limit if not get rid of or make optional so we'll see what happens but i mean it's coming out april 1st but the cool thing about the demo is everything you do in the game carries over so you don't have to uh start over from scratch when you get the game if you're going to get it from day one or whenever you get it you get all your materials you get all your levels you get everything uh you can play all the classes uh several times create new characters and decide which class you want to have uh that you want to kind of go into the main game which i think is kind of cool uh that you can do that and i mean it it is what it is the first what five six hours of the game that uh you would normally play but the nice thing is you have a hard stop now so you go back try it with something different and then you can kind of really decide if you want to pursue down a different path rather than waiting halfway through the game going ah shit i hate this so i think it's cool uh i'll probably finish it up sometime here in a few weeks uh, over the next week or so but I've been playing a lot of uh, Outbreak with you Dude. and some others
0: on Call of Duty.
1: That's like the
0: craziest. Can I just say, like, I was not expecting that update. I was... I mean, <clears throat> there was no hint. Even even my insider buddy that, that I won't name that works for a certain studio that produces those games, um, <laughs> he gave no hint about that mode. So I was really surprised when they announced that new Outbreak Zombies mode, which takes the zombies gameplay and sticks it on now what they're calling the multi-team maps so for it almost takes zombies and slows it down a little bit it lets you ease into the mode a little bit the, the firefights start a little slower and then gradually ramp up in intensity as you go through the maps like right you finish a map mm-hmm. and you can either x and get your crystals or you can go on to the harder the next map and the difficulty goes up i think We were calculating as a group, like, map 1 is, like, waves 1 to ten, one to 15 of zombies. Map 2, you're starting to get to the 15 to 25. So by, like, map 4, you really should have Pack-A-Punch 3 by then, and you should probably start to be looking for, like, the legendary... Well, you start to get legendary drops. Um, I've gone through 4 as a group. Anthem hit wave 9 by himself. (laughs) <laughs> that's impressive uh he was playing solo and he was working from home and he was uh you know just uh taking his time and pausing it when he need when when he had a chance to uh or he was pausing it while he was working and then when he had a chance he'd play for like 20 minutes at a time and then you know whatever so i thought that was that was pretty interesting
1: well it's and, cool that you can do that and in this mode you don't have to cheese the like the weight like you can find a place that's pretty safe to right right so
0: yeah when um kicked was saying he on purpose killed every zombie on the map and he like left the game running and went to go eat lunch for like 45 minutes he's like i came back and there was no zombies he's like i don't know if how long it takes to respawn or if they even do respawn if you clear the whole map Uh, to me i could see the argument either way but i think they really want you to move up to the next difficulty if Mm -hmm. you clear clear a wave I yeah, just like that 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 there's more variety on the maps with this, and the modes are fun, and uh, they've added some new, some new bad guys to fight, which are cool. Those mm-hmm. tempests and yep. uh, that creepy red fire ghost guy, uh, the the crazy the, uh, giant cosmonaut. Neckos. So yeah. yeah, Well, he was was he not in Firebase Z? I don't think i he was in there, no okay, yeah, I remember the the manglers were in firebase mm-hmm. and then there's there's boss versions of the yes. manglers in here and there's boss and the versions megatons of the megatons yeah um it's just a really cool mode i' really I'm really digging it I, that was a wasn't expecting it I think it really freshens up the zombies mode and it's kind of a neat way to segue people into trying zombies that maybe were scared of the classical zombie like map format uh, and and easter egg strategy whereas this is more of like a what I was telling my buddies I was like do you remember back in the day playing Gauntlet in the arcade that's kind of what these maps are you clear a map and you go to the next one and you clear a map and and you're just fighting these waves of monsters but now we're in a fully um, you know 3D world with
1: Cold War era weapons and I think they're going to really... They've kind of alluded to this, the developers, Treyarch, and those that work on the zombies, that it, this will be kind of like an evolving mode type. Like, it's oh, I'm not, sure. Yeah. He's going to add new mission types, and eventually Easter, like, overall Easter egg story things will continue to drop. I'm hoping they add... Because
0: right now they only have three of the multi-team maps.
1: I'm hoping mm-hmm. they add in um, like the Sanatorium map that'd be awesome that'd be kind of cool to see so but yeah it's a lot of fun if you haven't had a chance to check it out uh definitely if you're if you already have call of duty black ops uh go ahead and check that out oh yeah it's like a no-brainer yeah let us know if you want to play because we're down for any time uh i've also been uh jamming a little bit more to gears of or gears tactics uh the rts that came out last year but just recently on xbox and i I'm really enjoying it. I liked XCOM and Mutant Year Zero and all those games, but I can never, I guess, beat them. They they just got to a point where I I wasn't smart enough, I guess, to beat them. I don't know. Uh, it just it was kind of crazy, and um, I would always maybe lose interest at a certain point in time. But I'm really enjoying Gears Tactics. It seems to be a little bit simpler. It has a little bit more. Uh, maybe the lore of Gears has me in, intrigued by it. It takes place back when uh, Colonel Hoffman was a young man. Uh, oh,
0: so during the Pendulum Wars, dude? Well, it, it was oh. actually—it's it
1: r- it's actually shortly after E Day, uh, Emergence Day. So, oh, he's not that young then. Oh yeah, he's young. He's—he's uh, hmm. he's still got color in his hair. Um, <laughs> so. But it, it's so far. It's kind of cool. Uh,
0: he it, must be like late thirties, early forties, because he was he was
1: like a total rookie during the Pendulum Wars. I, I'm sorry, because I read all the gears. Books. Well, he's still he's still like the douchebag that's in charge uh, of the cog. So he's still pretty high up. He's just not the uh, uh, he's not the main character in the story. Uh, there's uh, two people that are. So far, there's only two people that I've come across that seem to be main characters. But it's it's interesting um, what they're doing with it. And, and it's a part of the Gears era that I'm not familiar with because I haven't read the books or uh, have gone into a lot of the, the lore of Gears that far. I've kind of stuck around the, the main trilogy plus uh, what they've been doing so far with 4 and 5. So, I mean, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I haven't really... I uh, had a lot of time, I've been hooked on a couple shows on Netflix, so that's eaten up some of my free time for gaming, but besides Outbreak, what have you been playing, up? Uh Not much, I mean, I was kind of just dorking around,
0: um, I really, like, since, when did that update go live? Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> that's all I've played, other than I, I was dicking around with, I forgot about Project Warlock, I still need to finish on borderlands 3 i've been uh i was working on leveling up characters on borderlands 3 getting them ready for the new season update that's going to drop later um that'll probably that drops mid-march like march 18th that'll probably get me by that time i'll probably be done with the battle pass i'm already i'm already (laughs) in the low
1: 40s (laughs) I I tell you what I've been leveling up fast with the uh, zombie outbreak. I feel like it's yeah. been moving that along faster than regular multiplayer. I don't the new
0: <clears throat> the new multiplayer maps nice, and they also tweaked some of the maps to fix some mm-hmm. of the lanes. Uh, there's some good balance changes that have gone up, and the new um, guns in the battle pass. The Far 83 assault rifle is really great. I'm really liking that LC10 SMG. Um, it's pretty accurate it's got decent range it's very good up close it kind of reminds me of uh a mix of the mp5 before they nerfed it and the bullfrog um it's 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 cool i'm digging it the faro is is like the krieg if it was faster it just shoots like a faster version of the krieg and the krieg is one of the better ar so i'm I'm pretty excited about both of those Awesome. Additions to the uh, firearms for the game. Yeah, other than that, it was Borderlands and uh pe- catching up with Project Warlock, which is that retro inspired
1: uh FPS. Awesome. Uh you wanna tell us what's coming out this month, uh, in the video game world? Yeah.
0: It's not a huge month, but there is some cool stuff coming out. So today, March second, we're recording Harvest Moon, One World. That's on PS4 and Switch. And Yakuza Like a Dragon on PS5. That was already out on PS4 and Xbox. Uh, March 4th, Sea of Solitude, Director's Cut. That's on Switch. March 7th, disk AS6, Defiance of Destiny. I think I played the very first one way back in the day on the PS1. Uh, March... 16th, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Re-Reckoning is on the Switch, so if you need portable Kingdoms of of
1: Amalur, it's here now. Check it out. And it's worth it if you've never played it and you've always like, you know, are Switch people that don't really play anything else. That probably,
0: I mean, considering that it wasn't like a super big remaster on the uh, Xbox One, it probably is perfectly suited for the Switch. Oh yeah,
1: and it's a long-ass game, so if you need something to bide you over... We got the re-release
0: of Samurai Showdown for Xbox Series X and S. I think if you own the current one for Xbox One, you automatically get this update. If you own an Xbox Series X S, and this adds a 120 frames mode, and I think some extra characters. March 18th, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake. That I feel like just came out of nowhere. That's hitting it PS4, did, or Xbox One, and, and PC. And it looks bad. Oh, like, dur, dur, dur. I,
1: I mean, maybe they've polished it the hell out of it, but when they showed it off, it. Did I didn't not even look, look. I didn't it, even look. It didn't look like. I mean, it doesn't look like. Well, one, it's only for the last generation of consoles. Two, it doesn't look like it's even was. Should be on the last generation consoles. It could maybe be on the three back on the three hundred and sixty just oh, really dressed up nicely. Uh, it's. It doesn't look super great. That sucks.
0: All right. um, March 19th, Returnal, PS5. March 23rd, Story of Seasons, Prisoner of Olive Town on the Switch. March 25th, Yakuza 6, Song of Life, Xbox One and PC. I'm sure that gets a... Series X update, probably too. March 26th, Balan Wonderworld, PS5, PS4, Series XS, Switch, and PC. Interestingly, not Xbox One on that list. Um, it takes two: PS5, PS4, Xbox, Series X and X, Switch, PC. Monster Hunter Rise is Switch only. Terminator Resistance Enhanced, PA ps5 march 30th evil genius 2 world domination on the pc and a game that has it to be announced date for sometime in march disco elysium the final cut ps5 ps4 pc and stadia i believe that's the only stadia game on this list
1: well that's a you know we'll talk a little bit about stadia a bit later but it takes two is also as a game i'm interested in because it's another one of those joseph forest games Mm. uh, and it's all co-op that's like his shtick i guess with games he wants them to be games you work with other people he's the guy that did a way out which i still need to play at, at some point i heard it's a really cool story so i'm interested in that and returnal looks awesome for those playstation users so i hope that that comes out and it's solid and you guys can really enjoy that because that looks like it's going to be really cool so yeah um yeah let's uh take a moment and uh if you want to come join the tag cast we'd love to have you uh, again we're the adultgamer.com and that's our website and we have a discord server where we just like to hang out chat about video games and all sorts of other of uh, things in life's shenanigans that come out. So, join us there, come join the cast. Uh we'd love to have you on the show if there's something you're really passionate about. Uh let us know. Uh I'd like to ch- take a chance to do some deep dives over the course of the the year on uh specific genres like fantasy, sci-fi, uh historical realism, things like that. Uh so if you're interested in any of those categories or there's a category I didn't mention that you are really psyched about, please let me know and uh, I'd love to uh book you and get you on the show and we can chat about it because there's all sorts of great games in these genres and some might even be genre blending and we can discuss that as well uh hop anything going on with the game nights with the xbox side
0: um we have lots going on on game nights with the xbox side and actually um we're kind of changing that up so that game night is going to go system-wide with all the cross-play that we have going on right now it's still sort of xbox centric but march 4th thursday halo mcc i think right now it's pc and xbox cross-play right that's that's active yes. now right yep. march 11th project winter i don't even know what this game is i'm totally out of the loop <laughs> it's, kind, it's kind of like among us Okay, okay. March 18th, this is the backwards compatible Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. You can install it via your EA Play Game Pass account. I should probably do that because I love that game. But man, I won't have my save. I won't have all my cool stuff. And then March 25th, Halo 5. Um, Friday night's... um, Warlock and Sith and I host something called Friday Night Fight Club, and lately we've just been doing uh, Mortal Kombat 11 or Justice 2, and sometimes we'll throw it back to Virtue Fighter 5 FS or Killer Instinct. Go down to the Fighting Games channel, uh, check out the post for Fight Club, join the Roll Fight Club in the Rolls Room, and you'll get notified when we go live. It's usually Friday nights about 9 p.m. Eastern Time is when we'll start up a lobby and start playing. Uh, anything else going on in the tech community finn
1: yeah book club's back at it again this month we have a new book selected by hybrid havoc and he's picked the book called a borrowed man it's a new science fiction novel by gene Wolfe, the celebrated author of the book of the new sun series uh it's new as of november 22nd 2016. so (laughs) i'm just pulling this off amazon uh it is perhaps a hundred years in the future uh our civilization is gone another is in place in north america but it retains many familiar things and structures although the population is now small there's advanced technologies there are robots and there are clones uh, so if you're interested in that, go ahead and add yourself to the book club role in our server and join in on the discussion as they'll be talking about it, uh, all week or not week. What am I talking about? Month of March. <laughs> um, so yeah, have some uh, fun with that. Uh, that seems like a lot of people can pull it off audible and listen to the book. I guess pages and turning them is a thing of the past. So, and if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it uh you know we've as you probably noticed our show's been what may seem to be out of order but since it's just hop and i we just figured we'd switch it up a bit and uh you know instead of doing a deep dive this week or this episode we'll jump into a uh just kind of talk about the news and because there's a lot of things that have been happening uh, and you know one of the you know and i'll kind of set up each news story and you know hop and i will give our reactions to it but the first one i want to talk about is uh criterion the a studio under ea has who usually works on the need for speed games has delayed need for speed the next need for speed until 2022 uh or until after 2022 because they are now working on battlefield 6 to help get that game out this holiday I find that really interesting because they're mainly a studio that works on car car games and well, that's where Dice
0: started too. Did they really? Dude Dice made the best in my opinion to this day still the best rally racing game of all time Rally Sport Challenge 2 on the original Xbox. That was Dice. Huh. Did they not got know bought that. they got bought by EA later and became the Battlefield people. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, so <laughs> so but, to me that wasn't
1: all that i was like oh okay let's just i mean dice used to make racing games so <laughs> well battlefield is known for vehicles and their games as well so there's that i guess so it makes me think that maybe we're not going to be in the past it may be more of a modern god i hope so i mean
0: i really wanted to love battlefield 5 but I just couldn't. I really didn't like Battlefield One at all. I know a lot of people love that game. I could not go back that far. It just didn't you, it wasn't far enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know this sounds crazy. I would have totally been down with like a Conan the Barbarian kind of battlefield game where you had like sword combat and flaming arrows and crazy stuff like that. But like that in between era of early 20th century combat where it was like some people had powder rifles some people had bolt action rifles there was a couple tanks planes were really crappy and made out of paper mache and everything blew up real easy and you still some people rode horses but not i don't know it wasn't as enticing as like for me the either straight up world war ii or like cold war era or future like current era stuff i don't know why the the world war one era didn't really do anything for me and with five i wanted to love it but i don't know there was just
1: something not that didn't hit right for me it just wasn't supported super well and it just kind of fell flat after a while like it didn't have longevity yeah
0: yeah, i liked it for a little bit and then when the fire team mode came out i was kind of disappointed with how they handled that i could not stand the inventory management in the fire oh, yeah. team
1: mode. It was it was pretty poor. Um, well, Battlefield Six is coming out this year. I mean, it's kind kind of concerning that they're cause having another studio come in and support them. But then I go back and think about Call of Duty and how they have like fifty thousand studios working <laughs> right. on one game. So right. maybe this helps them get the polish and the rough you know the rough edges yeah, off when you got a crunch they'll break them into teams and work on yeah. different parts yeah so i mean i'm hoping this will be good because i've always been a battlefield person over a call of duty person i know our buddy mcswitch is like rolling around you know <laughs> pissed off with that statement um, but
0: i uh, i like both i really like the bad company series like if this is along the lines of bad company 2 i'm totally into it um, yeah I know a lot of people love Battlefield 4. By the time I got my Xbox One, um, Battlefield 4 wasn't being played a lot, and the Xbox One port was kind of crappy compared to the PlayStation 4 port, so I didn't really even try it. And now it never got a a 4K or any sort of Xbox One X enhanced patch, so I never went back to try it.
1: Um, But I heard lots of good things about that game. Yeah. Well i hope it comes out and it comes out well and it doesn't have any of the crazy shenanigans that ea has done over the past few years with some of their battlefield games or battlefront games so we'll see what happens i mean we've got so you've got that coming out this fall
0: and hopefully dear lord hopefully
1: halo (laughs) i need I oh mean, yeah, Halo. It's got to come out. It's the 20th anniversary. It, it's. I mean, it's... I hope so, man, because I need a new
0: Halo. I really need Halo 5, but it's way past due for... But you
1: know, know what? <laughs> if you're paying attention and to the Halo Waypoint, they're dropping blog posts once a month, and the new photos of... It's starting to look really good. Yeah, uh, I want to
0: see some videos, but yeah, you're right. No, no.
1: It, they've cleaned it up, and that day-night cycle photos that they showed was really... Uh, interesting. Uh, it looks beautiful. I mean, showing the same structure going through daytime to nighttime, it looked awesome. That would be cool, man. But in that recent blog post, they had a uh, hidden audio log where you know, users on a user on Reddit posted it, and it was Master Chief talking to Dr. Halsey uh, about Cortana. Yeah, which is kind of cool we've known that this is kind of like a soft reboot but they're not completely abandoning the story of halo 5 which i think
0: i think soft reboot may be in gameplay but i think story-wise they're continuing the story forward
1: yeah i mean they we know the banished is coming back and the and the brutes which is one of some of my favorite enemy types in halo so i'm excited to have them come back but it was there was no real word on kind of how the cortana story from halo 5 would transfer over Mm -hmm. but i'm hoping it does because i really think that the setup that they did at the end of halo 5 was a huge you know big like oh my god i i don't want to necessarily can i spoil it is it like i mean are we i
0: five years old almost six years old man
1: and I guess anybody that's listening to this... I mean, they set up a huge thing where Cortana is the bad guy now. And, like, that is wild to me, right? Well, the rampancy. I mean, they
0: set that up during Halo 4. She tells him, if you do this... True. So,
1: I mean, I was okay with that. But she... But supposedly she cured her rampancy. Or, you know, like... And then I started reading all this stuff about the logic plague. You know, yeah. from Mendicant Bias and all this stuff again. And I don't know. It's just... It, I'm excited that they're continuing this cuz I want to see the payoff with it. You know,
0: yeah, I feel uh, like on paper the Halo 5 story was going to go a different way than what we got in the game. The way they the build up they had to the Halo 5 oh, campaign yeah. was sounded awesome and then when you actually played the Halo 5 campaign you're like, well this kind of sucked. <laughs> like, yeah, where's and but the multiplayer was really good,
1: which mm-hmm. was the
0: opposite. Halo 4 had a great campaign but the multiplayer was not so good. So yeah. uh,
1: hopefully this time we get both. That's true. Um, also, you know, another really crazy news story, and I'm not shocked by this, but it just goes to show you, I guess the the depths that people that some companies will go to. But uh, Google apparently spent tens of millions of dollars to get major AAA games to port their game ported over to Stadia, like. They spent like ten million dollars to get Red Dead Redemption to to get ported to Stadia. They got you know a dozen other games. They spent millions and millions of dollars to do this, and yet Stadia still is a dumpster fire. <laughs> like, I mean,
0: dude, I'm with. I mean i can't speak to everybody but i think most of the people i know have some sort of soft data cap now almost every isp is giving Mm -hmm. you like somewhere between a terabyte and a terabyte and a half of of a soft data cap right and between the size of the xbox one x game patches netflix streaming disney plus streaming hulu streaming who the hell has extra bandwidth for... state? Stadia streams are huge, especially if you're running the 4K version of those games. They're gigantic. I mean, yeah. that's just... You can, unless you're on a, a, an ISP that has no data cap, that thing's a death trap as far as money goes. And it's not... I'm not saying it's Google's fault, but you kind of need to look at what's going on in the tech world, and if all these ISPs have data caps and you're offering a streaming service, people are going to get burned.
1: Yeah, but, the I mean, it's just my point is they've spent so much money right. trying to get into this field. And Stadia, I mean, d- do you think it's realistic that Stadia may be dead by the end of this year? Probably. I mean, Microsoft
0: dumped a fortune trying to get into streaming, and they threw in the towel with
1: Mixer this past year. True. So. But, I mean, their Cloud is, you know xCloud's not a standalone product right now it's bundled in with you know Game Pass Ultimate but it, it in essence it's the same thing as Stadia but it seems to not have the same but it, negative. But it
0: already had an established uh, player base. It's True. like a bonus right? It's like if that if I was a traveling worker that xCloud would be awesome because I'd be like oh I can still log in through my xCloud and play my games and talk to my friends um, while I'm on the job, and then play my Xbox at home. Whereas Stadia, you're always streaming, no matter what. And yeah. and you have to buy all the games separately again. Whereas on X-Cloud, if you're already in the Xbox ecosystem, you're good. If you have Game Pass, you're good.
1: Yeah. There's a ton of games on it's X-Cloud. It's a lot
0: more consumer-friendly if you're True. already in the Xbox ecosystem. And the buy-in, honestly, is not that much worse than the Stadia. So, yeah. I don't know.
1: True. Uh, we're like five, uh, four months away from, three months away from what should be E3 again this year. And they're canceling all live events. Yep. Are you shocked by this? No, not at all. <laughs> all right. I mean, we kind of talked about it on the last episode that these, they had some plans leak out and it, it's now official that it's not going to happen. But I think it's going to be interesting to see when, uh, what E three will do, uh, but I imagine it'll just be big, major press conferences followed up with a bunch of tiny little highlights of well, things that are going like on. Last year, where they just
0: did all streaming things, right? So,
1: well, yeah, all the play- all the people did their own things, but mm-hmm. I think the ESA will have to do something to to at least keep their name prominent in it. They may try to host some kind of extravaganza through the internet if you will. But uh here's another one. Hop how do you feel about punching Nazis?
0: I feel like everybody should punch them.
1: It, so would you say if you punched a Nazi that would be a positive trait? Hell yeah. Well, apparently in state of gate 2 somehow Nazi punching became a negative trait. And it has something to do with like kind of their logic algorithms. So every character in State of Decay gets positive traits and negative traits, <laughs> and uh, they kind of group some traits together to create this thing. And they give it like a tagline, like Nazi punching. And one of the things that was in this trait was that this person is more likely to stir up arguments because they stand up for what they believe in, and one of those beliefs is that Nazis are bad. And so somehow it just became this thing of like, it was just a weird uh, mix up, but it it was on Twitter. It went all over the place and, and it was finally made apparent to uh, undead labs that, Hey, you probably shouldn't have Nazi punching as a negative trait in your game. And they, <laughs> they did a quick patch and fixed it. Uh, it's just something that kind of s- snuck through and it, the game's been out for many years now, but I thought it was kind of funny that that happened, and I'm glad that they, they moved Nazi punching over into the positive trait category where it should yeah, be- belong <laughs> all along. Uh, Playstations is going to get an upgrade to their storage abilities sometime maybe this summer. I don't know. Bloomberg apparently had an article on this. They talked about uh, there's a firmware update coming out where PlayStation users will be able to use and. Uh, nvme.2 yeah SSDs. i mean that was
0: uh that was announced at launch but yeah i guess there aren't any right now there aren't any that work and maybe that's what the software update's gonna do
1: yeah it's uh, it's not out there right now so hopefully that will happen because that I playstation it, drive is uh, about 600 gigabytes or right. 700 gigabytes of usable space i
0: found it really interesting that this time around Microsoft went with the super proprietary expansion thing, and Sony went with the more over-the-counter available but only if we approve it and only after we add a software update thing it's really weird yeah <laughs> it's it's definitely interesting to see that happen i'm hoping that later on when when uh more companies are making those uh, xbox series expansion drives the price will go down because right now the current one terabyte one from seagate is insanely expensive and oh, yeah. i'll
1: be buying it <laughs> at the current price i will do the game shuffle as long as right. i need to uh Aliens Fire Team—that was a surprise
0: today. Wow, yeah. So, and I was just minding my own business today when uh, our buddy McSwitch sent the text of the video. I was like, "Get out of here! We're getting another aliens game." And then I watched it. I was like, "Oh crap! It's like a third-person co-op like." left for dead slash world war z shooter set in the aliens universe like the aliens movie Mm -hmm. uh era it looks really cool i'll wait and see what's going on it looks like it was a smaller developer
1: cold Um, iron studios never heard of them Uh, but you know there's some really cool things there's like apparently several different types of xenomorphs that will be in it so you gotta do
0: there was this great arcade game back in the day like in the early 90's made by Konami mm-hmm. in the arcade called Aliens and it introduced a whole bunch of cool like different aliens cause I mean it's a video game you can't just have the same <laughs> yeah. alien all the time and it was a lot of fun I used to dump a ton of quarters into that and then Capcom had the Alien vs Predator side scroller game similar thing where there was lots of different kinds of aliens I dumped a bunch of quarters into that
1: so, I guess IGN.com uh, is... It's like they're the ones who announced the game and they are doing coverage on it all month long. But they in the article I read, they had 20 total enemy types including 11 unique types of Xenomorphs ranging from the Facehuggers to the Praetorians to the Synthetics. Nice. Uh, there's five unique classes. A Gunner, Demolisher, Technician, Dock, and Recon. Uh, challenge cards that will make the game alter alter the gameplay and to encourage that replayability um things like one card may require headshots in order to do damage things of that nature things like friendly fire deadlier acid spray scarier and other scarier resource types things uh so yeah the video looked really cool uh it's a three-player yeah, co-op I watched the video
0: i like this so the um the co-founder and one of the directors says one of their goals is to fulfill the cameron-esque fantasy we saw on the screen in the 1986 classic that'd be Aliens. awesome if they can do that i'm sold <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. a, that's what i've wanted ever since that movie
1: and it's supposed to release sometime this year so yeah
0: it doesn't look too bad i mean no I've seen worse. I mean we'll see what yeah. happens. It definitely has the atmosphere right and the gunfighting right. If the characters have really good the characters need to have quips with each other, like like Left For Dead, but more like the eighty six
1: aliens movie. Yeah. Uh, this was an interesting one. I kinda thought Sony discontinues the movie and rental purchases on that will end like sometime uh I gotta double check the date, but pretty much you will no longer be able to buy or rent movies through Sony August 31st of this year. So they're going to shut down that portion of their store. All your videos and things that you already own through them will still be able to be playable. Mm. But, uh, you know, I think that it reaffirms my belief in movies, buying physical movies, and just using the codes to store them. Ryan and and...
0: Probably. There's so many vendors now that sell digital movies. Amazon sells them. Voodoo yeah. sells them. Sony's probably like, do we need to maintain all this server space for our own space when we support these apps? And with Movies Anywhere now, most of the major studios support Movies Anywhere, except for a couple holdouts like Paramount and mm-hmm. Lionsgate. And when, uh, no, All of those I buy on Voodoo. Yeah. Like if it's a Paramount or Lionsgate movie, I have it through Voodoo. All the other ones you can buy on any platform and it works on movies anywhere. I just wish all of them would get together. It's really annoying. So
1: Well, they made note of like Netflix, Disney Plus, the rise of those subscription services has really caused them to dwindle in purchases of things. Which and they just sense. they have
0: to support it. So yeah.
1: that's what I'm saying. Anybody can buy
0: the movies on Voodoo supports all everything you know and so does amazon and everybody i know uses <laughs> one of those two so i'm sure that was they were probably like looking at huh we don't need to run all these servers anymore uh, we'll grandfather this in i mean that seems like a cost saving measure to me yeah. like
1: for sure do you think that you would have done more destiny rating if you could have done it with 12 players man i'm not sure that sounds like it would be really
0: chaotic it's pretty nuts with 6 people like all talking slash
1: yelling cussing at each other can you imagine 12 oh god but you know the thing is it's not designed for 12 players right so people found a weird glitch where at the last two seconds of a fire team loading into the raid if another fire team tries to join that fire team it somehow pulls them both in oh boy <laughs> so then all 12 people can run around for a raid that's only designed for 6 so they just kind of cakewalk the whole thing uh, and apparently they can crash it by using some of the more flashier weapons oh, and good times. all firing the same gun at the same time And it, but anyways they, they like apparently melted the final raid boss on the most recent uh, the most recent raid in like a matter of minutes rather than what some people take hours to complete so i mean i think it would be kind of a fun thing to try once uh but i don't necessarily know that it would be great so far bungie has not patched this out yet and there seems to be a large clamoring of destiny players to say hey make this a a mode if possible uh which would be kind of really cool to see I don't know how they'll pull that off. A uh, couple other big news stories. Uh, Anthem Next is officially dead. It's finally good to have that tombstone set up and we can all just grieve its loss. Uh, you know, Anthem will continue to run, but it will be whatever the state of the game is now. They should have just said, you know what, by April 15th, we'll. Close the game down, so right. get get the joy out of it. You can, because I don't think people are going to keep playing it for much longer after this. Now, but they stated, EA stated in their like press release, I guess, that they really want to Bioware to focus on their future games like Dragon Age and Mass Effect. So, I really think that's important because if Dragon Age and Mass Effect come out and they are in such shitty states like Anthem or mass effect andromeda if you will then it could be the death of bioware and i don't want to see that happen uh i would like to see bioware keep going and i would like to see them do a good job on those two games because those are two really great franchises so uh so finally we know the fate of anthem and it sucks we didn't get the game that we were hoping it would be but this is why i'm cautious. (laughs) <laughs> about Outriders I understand, I get it and I will say so far uh, you know I will say the demo in Outriders has been a lot more optimistic than the demo of Anthem was or the tech test or whatever it was the Anthem released well, that's good to know um, I'm really hoping that the Outriders demo is not the majority of the game like the demo of Anthem was so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, it, it Anthem's dead. Uh, not our friend Anthem on the show, the game Anthem. Just for clarification, I don't want Tamsin well, to freak
0: out. He's Anthem
1: Part Three. So true. He won't make that payday on that third part of the game that they were hopefully going <laughs> to come out with. So, uh, and then, you know, there's really only one news story left, and I think this is the biggest story of the last few weeks, and that is Tiny Tina in the Borderlands movie <sighs> has been cast. Why? Why? you got
0: to <laughs> cut me. Why? fan
1: <laughs> Ariana Greenblatt. No.
0: Do you know who that is? She played the young uh, Gamora in the Avengers uh, Infinity War slash uh, Endgame.
1: Yeah. Yes, and apparently she's... A bundle of energy that according to Eli Roth. So this movie's shaping up, man. We just need brick and mordecai. And then we gotta we gotta cast. You know, we'll see. This is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be great. I can't wait. I'm stabbing ha- you through the screen right now. <laughs> well, you know, come on man. Like you know you're gonna watch it. Because you can't not watch it for some reason, right? It just sounds like a total dumpster fire so
0: far, man. (laughs) It just doesn't... I don't understand their casting. I don't... Eli Roth is more of a horror director. Like, Borderlands is more of a... I could have seen... shit, I'm spacing his name, the guy that directed Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and Scott Pilgrim, and he originally was going to do Ant-Man, and then he backed out. Um, Edgar, or not, Ed- Edgar Wright.
1: Edgar Wright, yeah.
0: He should have done the Borderlands movie. I think he would have been freaking perfect to direct the Borderlands movie. <laughs> That's the, the sensibility I would have wanted for a Borderlands movie. I'm, um, And then, I mean kevin hart is way too short to be roland jamie lee curtis is way too old to be tanis in my opinion kate blanchett's way too old to be lilith like especially
1: um, with kevin hart being roland like
0: right well yeah i mean if you were going to start at the story line around borderlands one they would all be pretty young like maybe maybe mid-20s to early 30s at the latest because it seems like that's borderlands one at least for lilith and and roland right mm-hmm. brick maybe a little bit older like early 30s he's pretty crazy and uh, mordecai i think is young i would place them all somewhere between 20 and 30 for borderlands one borderlands two they're probably between 30 and 35 maybe as close to 40 those four characters you know uh so yeah i feel like the movie's gonna do its own story and it's gonna be weird and i'm not excited about it at all as a huge borderlands fan it actually
1: i'm just pretending it doesn't exist well i mean i will watch it probably not in theaters and now, if it comes out on a,
0: on a streaming service that I already pay for, it, sure. But I'm not going to go out of my yeah. way to see it. And all right,
1: I'm not going to go out of my it. way unless like unless somebody comes out says it's by fantastic.
0: some miracle this trailer comes out and it looks like freaking amazing. Then I'll be like, oh, I was wrong, and I'll totally eat crow. But uh,
1: right now, it's not blowing up my skirt, not at all. I, I don't blame you at all. I mean I like to give you a little shit about it, but you <laughs> oh, know, I it, know. it it's it, it's not looking great until we see anything. So my I am cautiously optimistic, but I'm set myself up for something that's gonna be completely dumpster fire esque. So Well Hop do you have any uh any shout outs you wanna give? Any any final words? Last um, words, as
0: Zelda. I don't have any line. final words, but anybody that listens to the Tagcast, if you're interested in some other cool podcasts, check out Ruminations Radio Network. We got a lot of cool shows. I host a show called the Retro Futures Podcast. I'm going to be doing an episode entirely on Fantasy Star coming up in the next month. You might want to check it out if you're a classic JRPG fan, a Fantasy Star fan,
1: or a Sega fan. Wasn't- it's going to be what's in your show like a uh, top like five in germany or top something?
0: five in germany which is crazy
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome
0: that's pretty yeah. crazy um you can find us at ruminationsradionetwork.com otherwise you can find me hop to miss at theadultgamer.com hit me up for some call of duty outbreak or pvp some borderlands 3 um heck i like to i'll I'll play some diablo 3 if somebody wants to throw down i like co-op rpgs and shooters so hit me up halo titanfall let's go what about you finn
1: yeah fenner 765 on the adultgamer.com discord and let me know if you want to join the show let me know if you have any community questions we can throw out there we'd love to have you we'd love to chat with you we'd love to game with you so until then you guys have a great night great day great morning whatever it is and we will catch you on the flippity flip